In this episode, we're going to dive into trading, specifically the different time frames. When most people hear trading, they think day trading only, which means you got to be in and out in the same day. You get confused if you can do this because you work a full-time job. But we're going to break down the different, not necessarily styles of trading, but the different time frames as it relates to trading. And more importantly, how you should set your expectations when it comes to uh, the profit or the loss that you might have in the trade with respect to the time you have left. Let's get into it. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you've already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risks. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Five Year Millionaire Podcast. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Five Year Millionaire Podcast. It's official. We are rebranded. It's the Five Year Millionaire Podcast, formerly the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm joined by special guest, stock market coach and option trader, Wade Sutton. Wade, how you feeling? Hey, special guest. I like the sound of that. <laughs> well, you know, I'm used to doing solo episodes, but every now and then, uh, as we work together, chime in on the podcast so uh so man good to have you it's always good to riff with you on here and we were just talking about before we cut the camera on today's topic guys is one that i think a lot of traders need to hear because it's about trading and time frames and the mindset of a stock trader or most people even when they hear the word trading they assume a couple of things number one i don't know why but when they hear trading they always assume day trading as if that's the only way to trade. And so people always think like, you're a trader? Oh, so you do those day trades. It's like, that is not the only style and form of trading. So we thought we'd talk to people about the different time frames of trading. And yes, day trading is one of them, but more so talk about the mindset and the expectations around each time frame because we get in trouble when people mix long-term trading with short-term, they mix short-term with day trading, they miss day trading with swing trading. Like there's all these different time frames and, and, and styles. So like you wanted to just say something about that. So let me open it up. Yeah. And, and I, I think I can make this a little stickier for my, it's managing expectations on that time frame. And I think about this, about going out to get a meal. I just took a road trip and went through McDonald's. Hey, family, we're getting dinner. Totally met expectations because our time frame was we're on the road. We got to get going. Totally successful. Managed expectations. McDonald's was there for the win. Then you got special date nights coming out. You say, hey, honey, get dressed up. I'm taking you out for dinner. And if I take her through the drive-thru, I'm going to be in trouble because 
I was setting a different expectation of maybe a Morton Steakhouse where it's get dressed up and it's going to be a two hour experience of a meal. So when it comes to trading, if you think I'm going to trade long term and then start trading it like a day trader, you're really confusing the expectations of the time frame and how you manage your business as a trader. So when we sit down and we start out with our charting, we do our research, we plan, we wait, we execute. And so most of the time we sit down and we look at our technical analysis and we chart it out. And one of the first things you have to do is say, which of all of these patterns within a pattern, trends within trends, am I focused on? Because if you're looking at a long-term six-month trend, then the amount of time that you purchase, the amount of retracements that you endure, the amount of capital that you're tying up is a totally different perspective than if you're trading that intraday as you're, you know, that day trading, like where you're looking at candles, three-minute candles would be totally ridiculous for a six-month trade. So. These are elements that we really need to understand when we sit down, what is the time frame and the pattern that I'm really focusing on for my expectations as a business? Absolutely. And one of the things you brought up when you talked about the Morton Steakhouse example and the McDonald's, I want people to think about it the same way, similar, right? So you'd be in trouble with your wife if you said, hey, get dressed up, anniversary, dinner, and then you took her through McDonald's. That's one expectation. But I also want to flip the expectation of, when you go through McDonald's, your expectation is that when you place the order, it's going to be out in five minutes, 10 minutes max, even 10 minutes is probably too long, depending on what you order. You go to Morton's Steakhouse. First, you're like, I already know they got to bring us water first, drop off the menus, then leave, <laughs> then come back. We've wasted 10 minutes just getting water and drink orders and dropping off menus. Now it's like, would you guys like any appetizers? We're already past 10 minutes just to get water, maybe a drink. Then it's like, okay, would you like any appetizers? Now that they put the appetizer in, they're like, what would you actually like to eat? Not only do you sit down, eat, wait for them to cook. Maybe it's a steak. I want it medium. I want this and that. After you eat, then they like, I'm going to leave you alone for a bit. Come back. Do you guys need anything else? Nope. Then they're going to come back and ask you, do you want dessert? Right. McDonald's is like, look, I want a Big Mac. I need the large fry with the Coke. Go ahead and give me a Sunday. They giving you all at one time. The Sunday melting while you eating the rest of your food. Right. Yes. Morton's is, or whatever. The steakhouse, the, 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 the date night. The time frame for you to get that elaborate of an experience is like an hour minimum. And so when you translate that over to the stock market, I want to bring up our, our time frames because there's day trading, there's weekly trading, there's monthly trading or semi-annual uh, trading, meaning every six months type trade. And then there's the classic long-term or annual trading, which is like a year or longer. And so what people are doing is sometimes they're, when you think about day trading, they're mixing that McDonald's experience, or should I say, they look at a chart and be like, this stock can move a hundred points. It's like, yeah, but you're mixing a steakhouse experience that's going to take in full hour with 
a, a day trade when you're like, it was down yesterday. Should I get out? It's like, look, if you're trying to catch a hundred point move, you might have been in this thing all year or two years. Or maybe I put it this way. I remember the Chick-fil-A was being built down the street. Yeah. It wasn't even built yet, but it would say like coming soon, like next year or something like that. And I'm like, when it opens, that's going to be my spot. When it opens, I'm going to be able to get the chicken breakfast sandwich there. And so there are some trades when you look at it like it's a hundred point move. That's like they just got the bricks put up. They just put a sign out coming soon, coming next year. <laughs> That's the trade. It's like, I don't go up there every single day. Like, what's taking so long? What's going on, fellas? I, I mean, why we ain't open yet? It's like, that's a one-year trade. Like, it won't be open. To, that's a semi-annual to a one-year trade. That's not going to be open for six to 12 months. And so my expectations is I'm not going up there bothering them. I'm not mad because it rained one day and they couldn't work. I'm like, oh, why didn't, why they, why the bricks ain't moving in the right direction today? Cause it's, cause it rained. It's like they took the day off cause it rained, Jay. It's okay. Like they still on track to be open in six to 12 months. And I think when we look at the time frames, we look at day trading, sometimes we have this short term view of what the stock should do, but we want that six to 12 month result. I want to make, 50 points, 100 points on that. You got to adjust your mindset and your time frame and your expectations of when you believe that stock is going to move 50 to 100 points. And on this way to move 50 to 100 points, it's going to have some snow days, some rain days where the construction workers can't work, meaning stock market terms, we're going to have some pullbacks. We're going to have some reversals. We're going to have some flat days where the market doesn't do anything, but making sure that your time frame is in check is number one, good for your expectation of what you believe you can make and what time frame you think you can make. But number two, it helps you control your emotions as Ooh. well because your emotions won't be out of whack with your expectations. And to continue on that emotional and trade management is super important because this will help you determine a good entry helps with a good exit. And if you put all of this pressure to say, I'm going to get the very lowest low and get the very highest high. And, and you put that pressure on yourself on a longer term trade, it will eat you up because you're going to enter it and you immediately think it's going to move up in the anticipated direction and it retraces. And it, in fact, oh my gosh, it's in the red. Oh no, it's going you mean if I would have just waited, I could have gotten a better price. And you're sitting there just potentially stressing out about it. And you're not, you know, those snow days that you're talking about. The clock is ticking. You're losing money. And it's not going in. It's like, dude, you were looking at a whole year. Yes, it's going to. And, and so then you panic. Right. So it moved against you, you exit the trade, you take a loss. And then the pattern develops and moves in that direction and you're beating yourself up. And it's like, you need to know the game you're in the time frame because in that day trading, you're sitting there timing candles, you know, you're looking for it to close. You're going for that short confirmation and, and you execute, but that's just not, you know, the tolerance, the risk or the the deviation, the tolerances on a short-term trade 
your probability of being right in a short-term trade is significantly reduced. You talked about a day trade, you know, maybe a zero DTE. And you buy calls on it. If it goes sideways, you lose. If it goes down, you lose. You, and you have to be right within hours. Sometimes minutes. minutes. And, and by the way, sometimes people don't know what a zero DTE is. That's a zero day to expiration option, meaning that option expires the same day, zero days, meaning it's only hours left, right? Zero days, zero DT expiration option. And to put some color on that, here's what we're trying to let you guys know. You were going down this path, so if, it's, if you're day trading, you have to be right so much quicker, meaning if you're up in three minutes to 30 minutes to an hour, that might be it time to get out, take your profit. You don't have the time to say, it's gonna keep going all day because it could reverse by the end of the day and you don't have any other time to be right. And so you need to take your profit in minutes, maybe hours. If you got a profit, you snatch it, you run, you live to trade another day. You go into tomorrow with profit. When you're talking about weekly trades, if you're up two days in a row, you don't have the luxury of saying, if it's Monday and you enter a weekly trade, I mean, and it expires Friday and you're up, you get in Monday, Tuesday it goes up, Wednesdays it, go, it goes up. You have to be in the mindset that like, I made majority of my profit, even if you're only up 50%, sometimes you got to take it and roll out because you, for you to sit there and be like, ah, it's go, Monday's up, Tuesday's up, Wednesday's been up, I should be fine, Thursday or Friday, I keep it 100%. It can reverse and give back everything is done in two days. And guess what? You have no time to recover. Friday comes, it's over. And then if you look at monthly trades, you start looking at one week. You Let's talk about the opposite. Maybe you're down one week. It's like, chill out. Let's see what happens next week. We still got a little bit of time. Now, if it reverses and week two comes back up, but then by the end of the week, you're only at break even. I think it's important to talk about that too. It might be like get out at break even and then buy some more time if you're trading options because two weeks have went by. Week one, it fell. Week two, it came back up to your break even point. You might think, I got two more weeks. But what if it falls again that following week and it takes another week to rise back up? You just lost all that time. And then you're in a position where it's like, if it doesn't rise high enough, I lose my intrinsic value as well. And so you have to think about when you're day trading, you want minutes, hours, profit, I'm out. When you're weekly trading, couple days of moving up or down in the right direction that you were trading at, you might need to cut and take your profit, even if it's not at max profit. Monthly trade, a couple weeks, if it's not doing nothing, it might be like, see you later. I got to shut this down and roll out and buy more time because two weeks will come faster than you know. When you're looking at semi-annual or six months, that changes the game a little bit now because we typically say you don't hold over earnings. Well, if you're going to hold it for six months. You're going to sit through possibly two earnings, right? So that's a different trade. And if you hold it a year, you're going to sit through possibly four earnings. So that changes the game. If you're looking at six to 12 months trading, you're not going to be so concerned with what it does. Definitely not on the hour or three minute chart. And you're definitely not going to be as concerned what it does every single day. Cause you're like, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. 
But where is it going to be six to 12 months from now, which can be a very different place from where the stock uh, is right now. So I think when you look at those five trading timeframes, we just want people to be calibrated to be in the right mindset. Day trading, again, minutes to hours taking your profit or your loss because you don't even have time to be like, if you're down, like it's going to come back. You got hours to figure that out if it is going to come back, right? So your ability to be right or wrong is super compressed. Weekly yeah. trades, same thing, days, monthly trades, weeks, semi-annual, and six months plus to long to a year really changes the game on if you can sit back and watch something take its course. But the important part, and I know you're getting ready to say something, share something. I think the important part is that your expectations and your trading style is aligned with these time frames. Meaning if you work a full-time job, you might not have the ability to be day trading. So why are you day trading if you can't get in and out when something changes by the minute or by the hour? That's what I want people thinking about. What are the expectations per time frame, And then how does it match up based on what they're realistically trying to do with their work schedule, their kids schedule and all the other things that they got going on in life. And to support that, the qualification of your entries and exits, you amplify different analyses. So if I'm a day trader, I'm getting in and I'm looking at the futures. I'm really looking at the news cycle because that's going to move things intraday. What's happening on that news cycle? It's very short term. If I'm looking at that swing trade, the several days to a week, I'm spending more time on my technical analysis, the support and the resistance, the cycle time. So I'm going to spend more, I'm going to amplify my technical analysis. When you say looking at six months to a year, you're not worried about today's news cycle. You're not worried about a, a stochastics necessarily right now. You start amplifying what's going on in the sector. What's the management team doing? What is their capital investments? What products do they have that are expected to come online? What are some liabilities from a recall that I should be aware of? What patents are, do they have that would give them longer term cash flow? What would make them relevant going into the future that would get this uh, expected value? Maybe they're uh, coming on with a, a new online version that allows them to scale faster. What are their partnerships? And so now you're spending more time looking at the fundamentals and the financials and the managements and the products so that you can say, hey, the market has priced this wrong right now. But fundamentally, when the market catches up, the, what this company is doing in the next years in the investments is now more relevant. So that time horizon will help you for timing and how you analyze and prioritize the things that drive that particular company at that time frame. Awesome, man. I couldn't have said it better as we get ready to wrap up this episode, which is number one, you got to control your emotions and your expectations. But I think as you summed it up real beautifully is that you also have to consider what you're looking at from a technical and a fundamental standpoint for making your investment decisions. And so 
when you see like, oh, Apple is going to release this new trinket. Apple reduced their cash flow by keeping the money over there in China or something like that, reduce their tax liability. Those fundamental decisions or, oh, they're building a new factory in Mexico that should be lower labor and et cetera, et cetera. Those are fundamental and news driven things that you're not going to see necessarily the result play out on a day trading chart, maybe not even a weekly. Sometimes you'll get the news pop, right? So it'll pop on the news, but big picture, you're not going to see the results of that cost savings build in the factory in Mexico six months, a year, maybe two, three years down the road. And so you got to make sure if you're taking that news and that fundamental data into effect, you're also panning out the time frame that you expect to see the results. And the same thing is on the reverse end. If Fed Powell is going to speak at two o'clock, that might affect the market today. And so for a day trade or a short term trade, if the market sells off, if you're long term trading or investing, you don't want to necessarily pa panic because Powell spoke today because tomorrow the market could be back up and next week, next month, nobody even cares about what Powell said. Or there's two more Fed speeches between now and when your option expires. He could be singing a different tune by then. So the key here is making sure you do the right technical and fundamental analysis that also matches the time frame as well, because short term, some stuff doesn't really matter. Even some technicals don't matter short term. People, when I'm day trading, people are like, do you use the 30 to 10 and 20 day moving average? It's like, no, it's a day trading chart. Like we're dealing with three minutes now. We're dealing with five minute candlestick patterns now. All that long-term stuff kind of goes out the window. And it's like, well, I heard they're releasing a new watch. It's like, dude, that's not going to affect Apple. To, that ain't going to affect us day trading. And conversely, if you invest in it, like Apple lost their patent. It's like, you don't think they go get that figured out between now and two weeks? I mean, I think that's about the time frame. Two weeks before they went to court. Apple got, an, uh, you know, at the time of this recording, Apple got permission to start selling their watches again. So it's like, you got to think about the time frame that you're trading in and the time frame that you're using technical analysis and the time frame that you're using the news. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, those are great. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. So thanks for tuning in to the five year millionaire podcast. Just want to sign off and remind you that you never go broke taking a profit. And as you're trading and thinking about your time frame, make sure you manage your emotions with the mm. time frame of the trade that you're picking. And also make sure you're managing the technical and the fundamental analysis to go with the information you're receiving to go with the time frame that you're trading in. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace.